Fantastic fantasy fun boys and girls. My name is Mason. I'm Alex. Davis. And welcome to FU Fantasy. FU Fantasy. Uh, uh, welcome in. We got a chock full show today. Uh, we're going to try out some new bits that hopefully will become reoccurring things. Uh, we're going to start with FU Rants, where we each rant for about a minute or less on a subject that we think is relevant to fantasy in this time in the year of our Lord, 2023. Um, and then we're going to do some sleepers for you. We're going to go we'll break down by position, uh, a couple each, and then we're going to finish off with FU tweets or FUX. Hmm. Ooh. Fucks. FUX. Like, yeah, this works. Maybe. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, because it's not technically Twitter anymore. It's fucking X, whatever the hell that is. But well, are they still tweets? I don't know. Anyway, that's not I think why we're here. I think they're supposed to be called X X's now. I hate that. I know, I hate right? That so much. I mean, I you, your your tweets have your Twitter's changed, right? You have the X thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk, you're an asshole. <laughs> uh, so jumping right in. Uh, who wants to start? Davis, you want to go first? With rants? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, all right. I'm on the clock. Ready? Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to actually fucking time you. Oh, you're going to put go a timer? Good, because go I, over... mi- I got 10 minutes of material right here, brother. Let's <laughs> if you go over, then you have to take a giant slug of alcohol. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Why is Brees Hall being drafted so high, assuming that he is going to be? <laughs> you stole mine, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Assuming he's oh. going to be healthy at the week one when Javante Williams got hurt three weeks earlier is going to be a training camp and he's still being drafted 50 rounds later. Not saying they're the same talent. Don't understand why the ACL is just cool to recover from within eight months. That's not how that works. So again, Brees Hall, I don't know why you're over there at, where did I have you? 28th is where he's being drafted right now. Third round. Why, 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 why? Yeah. That's all I got for you. Oh, that that was pretty good. At twenty yeah. twenty one seconds left. I wanted I wanted to get the rage out, and then you guys can expand. Since clearly we're of the same mind here. I'm so fucking mad at you, Davis Hester. <laughs> Jesus fucking. Well, that was mine for sure. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll figure something else out here while Alex goes. But yes, I I agree wholeheartedly. It is mind numbing how and like. Top analysts in the field, man, were really big on him coming, uh, like in the pre pre preseason. Uh, still are, you know. I was just like, what What is this? Like, don't y'all? It's the cardinal rule. It's my literal one cardinal rule about running backs that if and everyone should know this uh, is that if a year after their ACL injury, especially ACLs, they do not perform the same way. It just Mm -hmm. every time. Uh, death taxes and RBs coming off an injury, ACL injury. Always, always. You need two years. Um, and, and it's priced in with Javante Williams, you know, just, uh, to go off of that, like he's not that high. Why is, and, and Javante Williams in his extreme talent. Like, I I don't know if people probably in the same realm as Brees Hall, I would say, um, maybe a little less talented, but I, I don't think so. Probably very similar. Uh, and he's, his, his ADP is like 28 right now mm-hmm. where Brees Hall is like almost, he's like top 12 still, which is crazy. I think he's dropping. People are starting to get it, 
but yep. Jesus Lord, people, f you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for just for a little color on that, free uh, swear to God, I just lost it. Is going twelfth among running backs right now, and Javante is going twenty seventh. So, you know, a few extra weeks of recovery doesn't really do it for me. But let's stop Javante's talking about how was, his injury Brees was. Is, yeah, his, sorry, his, his either one of them. Yeah. yeah, his his injury was more significant than Brees Hall's. He had like MCL, meniscus, and ACL, whereas Brees's was just a ACL. Uh, but that still, still doesn't make it fun. Don't want either no. one of them. Yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah, let other let some other more undraft them. Yep. yep. Also, um, when people talk. Listen, they went and got some IJP Ryan in, in Denver. Mm-hmm. Yep. They drafted yep. a running back in uh, at the Jets. So. All right, well, let's move on to Alex. All right, I only get a minute. Yeah, you have one minute. All right. Ready, three, two, one, go. What's super, super annoying to me in all this draft nonsense is we dismiss coaching. Coaching matters, Mm -hmm. opportunity matters, and Mm -hmm. that's what is going to win you leagues because these guys that are getting written off as not good because they're on a bad team when they get new coaches, let's take the Carolina Panthers, for example. (laughs) Right now. We have Adam Thielen, two-time Pro Bowler, going uh, 39th or 49th. DJ Chark, Pro Bowler, uh, 66th. TMJ, uh, uh, second-round pick, 92nd. Mingo, 61st. We have Bryce Young, first overall pick, going 19th. We have Miles Sanders, who finished RB10 last year as RB19. And we have Hayden Hurst going 24th. All of these are lower than they performed last year. And they get Frank Reich, Super Bowl, um, and Thomas Brown, Super Bowl. So it's all about uh, – oh, man, can I keep going, please? Let me take someone Davis's. Let me take someone Davis's. A little bit Davis's. You're done. <laughs> get to chugging. Damn. I don't know. Do we chug if he just blows blows through it or do we chug No, if, uh, we cut him yeah. off and he has to drink anyways. But, yes, yeah. the, uh, your your point is well made. And, and it's not just for the Panthers. I think that's that... in, it's, it's worth noticing for other teams as God, well. That was the shortest minute of all time. i think i think uh denver is uh, is another good version of this uh uh, a lot of my sleepers have to do with coaching yeah i mean i mean there's no way that russell wilson doesn't outperform what he did last year um and 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 like all the wide receivers that go with it and he loves tight loves throwing the tight end and so does Sean. Sean Payton loves the tight end too. So, anyways, the worst just to... running back that Frank Reich had as a head coach was Marlon Mack his first year, and he's RB nineteen. Miles Sanders, who's a Pro Bowler, is going RB nineteen. He's yeah. also had RB one, RB four, and RB seventeen. So, take <laughs> take yep. that for what you will. Yep. Um, well, now I have to go, and I have no idea what I'm going to talk about because Davis is a big old dingus. I can take your time if you want. Oh, I'm back. Hello. Uh, yeah, you were there. Okay. Um, Sorry, you, you guys froze for me a little bit. I've got a thunderstorm going, so pray. Oh, God. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to talk about... I'm about to start the timer. Five, four, three, two, one. Timer started. All right. I'm going to talk about... Uh... Aaron Jones, just because he, since we're, this is a sleepers thing, this isn't really, it's sleeper ADP. Uh, we're going to go with Aaron Jones, even though 
He is obviously not a sleeper. He's going to be drafted in as a RB2, but he has finished as an RB1 the past two years. Uh, he's I don't know why he's not being talked about. He's consistently performs well. He's a stud running back. Um, he he's going to have even more opportunity with with a with a young quarterback. Uh, we have no idea what Jordan Love's going to be, uh, but he's going to be the one constant in that in that uh, in that offense. And I think he's going criminally too low. At I think he's being drafted in like. RB 16 or around that right. area. And yep. he should be definitely closer to the RB 12 to 10 range. If you're asking me. For context, Brees Hall's going at 12 for RBs. Aaron Jones, 16. Who would you take? Oh, Kyle Sanders Aaron... at 19. James Conner at 27. <laughs> like, come on. Like, just don't take running backs early. I'm taking, I'm taking Aaron Jones, uh, where probably closer to where he's at because you know, obviously, like we're about to do. So this is a nice transition into the sleepers mm-hmm. thing. Um, we're, this is all about ADP. You know, sleepers is like sleepers and busts are such a big thing. But it's like it all should be based off of their average draft position in whatever format you're doing, whether that's ESPN, mm-hmm. whether that's sleeper, whether that's Yahoo. Um, uh, you want to draft these dudes. It's, it's fine where you like, you can draft them at their ADP and you're going to get them at steals. Uh, what I think my advice is going to be is that if you want to get these dudes, you might want to take them like a round earlier than their ADP uh, because I don't think they'll be there. Uh, but also most of the dudes we're going to be talking about are wildly too far down. And so you'll be able to reach quote unquote from their average draft position. Um, so I think that's, that's just kind of the like, set the stage for what we're about to do. It's all about ADP. Um, so yeah. So with that knowledge, let's do some sleepers. Do you guys want to go uh, like position group? So we can go one at a time. Yeah, I think we should do that. Um, let's let's start with, uh, let's see. I have, uh, wide receivers first, but we can start with running backs if you want. Either one. I got, I got them all. All right. Let's start with running backs. Okay. Since we just did Aaron Jones, even though he's like not really a sleeper. <laughs> I really um, hope that you guys take one of these guys. <laughs> we'll see. See how in sync we actually are. All right, Alex, uh, you get to go first since I don't trust Davis anymore because he stole my uh, very, very rude. Very rude. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So how about I, I give you one? And if you guys don't take the other one, then I get him at the end. Sure. How would we know? If... <laughs> no, if you don't take them, then I'll tell you you didn't take them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we'll, right. I think we're gonna we're, we'll all we'll, let's do this uh, relatively quickly because uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. do we probably all have a couple. Um, yeah, yeah. So let's let's uh, keep them briefish. Yeah, uh, the one that I like the best, who I think is going to significantly um, outperform their ADP. Um, like I think that they could be a top twenty at their position, and they're mm-hmm. going undrafted is Justice Hill. You probably heard that name. You probably heard that name uh, because he was touted as being like the next guy after like Mark Ingram uh, coming through. And then he tore his Achilles. So this guy is super fast. Uh, He runs a 4-4-40. And uh, he's healthy now. He's finally healthy. He he, he missed all of 2021. He started kind of getting back in 2022 as we're talking about running backs coming off an injury aren't really that good. And now J.K. Dobbins is holding out. Gus Edwards is hurt. 
Justice Hill is getting mm. all first snaps. How dare you forget about Melvin, uh, Melvin Gordon like that? So, when people talk, listen, guess who's making more money? Guess who they just gave a contract to? Justice Hill, two-year mm-hmm. two deal for more really? money than, than Mark Ingram. Interesting. Uh, Mark, um, Melvin Gordon's making. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's also like 90. And, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, hey, he Justice got that Hill- Super Bowl ring, and he is yeah, chilling he's, now. He's a happy camper right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he couldn't get time in the, the, the Denver offense. And he can't hold on to the football. And one thing that Harbaugh mm-hmm. hates is somebody that fumbles the football. So they bring in Todd Munkin, right? So I've talked to him on this podcast about Reich targeting the running back. Reich targeted the running back uh, his last year in Indy 91 times, which is pretty high. The last time that Todd Munkin was in the uh, NFL, NFL was in Cleveland. Yeah. 115 targets to running backs. Uh, was that the year? Was that the year that um, Kareem Hunt's first year? Kareem Hunt, yeah. And he had to miss the first ten games. He played six games, had forty-four targets in those games. That's so a you're lot. getting a guy yeah. that's running with the ones right now because Jake. Well, also, J.K. Thomas is a freaking moron because he's played eight <laughs> games in two years and holding out. Oh, good that luck, cash, brother. Man, somehow. Yeah, you also, got Dalvin Cook still like not have a contract. You see Zeke. Yeah. Read the room, man. Read the room. Um, so you got J.K. Holding, holding out, which is m- moronic. Gus Edwards is never healthy. Melvin Gordon is bleh. Um, I think they're going to have to, like, get I – mean, he's blood now. But I mean, he's, he was – used to be good. I loved Melvin Gordon back in the day, but yeah. I hear oh, yeah. For so sure. people talk, listen. They gave him a two-year extension. That's Alex's got, phrase, catchphrase, by the way, if everyone's listening. Yeah, yeah no, it's, but it's, it's a good one. Um, I've heard uh, you get <laughs> Just Todd to toot my own horn. Todd Munkin, who led the league in running back targets last time he was in the NFL, he had 49 uh, to Chubb that year and 44 to Hunt. He also had uh, Hilliard got catches, DeAndre Johnson's got catches. This guy was supposed to be the next guy before his Achilles tear. And now you can get him for free. How old, like, how old is he? 26. He's 25 last year. He's 26 years old. All right. And he has no wear and tear him. except for his Achilles uh, injury because he's yeah. always been a, a backup running back. So this guy has top 20 potential because in PPR because of catches. Even if he's even if he's running second string, like he's still going to yeah. have catches. And he's still gonna yeah, have and we value. have no idea what this Munkin offense is going to look like in uh, Baltimore. So he, there's mm-hmm. a, it's it probably we've seen the floor of how they pass to the running back. Um, uh, and now I, hopefully it goes up from there because it, it was yeah, not no, the, good. The year before he, he did, uh, um, he was, so he was in Tampa before that. Uh, you ever heard of Jacquez Rogers? You remember that name for fantasy? Jacquez Rogers, yeah, man. Yes. That we were picking up. Yeah. Uh, last time he coached before that, he was in Tampa. 45. We all just said that dude's name differently. Yeah. <laughs> 40, 40, uh, 40, uh, 45 times to, uh, him in, in 2018. Uh, oh, Sims, wow. um, these are all guys that we used to get off the uh, – like our guy was on by. Mm-hmm. We, like, picked these guys off a waiver because you yep. get you, like, five, six catches. These guys that no one knows anymore played, like, two years in the NFL. Justice Hill is a good player, explosive, a yak guy. Like, he is – and he's looked good in camp. I went and looked at the beat writers in Baltimore. Yeah. They're excited about him in Baltimore. So, and you right. can get him for free. That's, that is a deep sleeper coming yeah, out the, coming out the gate deep. with a deep sleeper. Um, I like it though. I mean, those are the kind of guys that like, you probably aren't going to draft. Uh, but I mean, you could throw them on your, at the end of your, at your bench and your last pick or, or just like on your radar for 
picking up uh, at some point during the year because James Robinson two years ago, you know, like uh, like, uh, Dante Foreman too. same thing. Achilles is gone for two years and came back. It was actually decent for the Panthers. If I remember correctly, Uh, he was decent for the Titans first. And then we picked him up last year and then he got a contract uh, and with the Chicago bears. That's, you know, Mm -hmm. Not to be sneezed at. The Achilles thing yeah. scares me more than the ACL. I don't like Achilles. I don't want to touch it, but yeah. I can't Actually, argue a whole lot with data, that. Based on data, it's easier to come back from Achilles. than Because when you're Achilles, it's more like the push, the explosiveness, yeah. which is easier to train on. And your body kind of like adapts to that earlier. Look at Cam Akers. Cam Akers came back like the same season after throwing yeah. Achilles. True, it's true. Especially now, yeah. The shifty things, that's what like, yeah. hurts running backs. That's a fair ACL. point. Yeah. yeah. I, still uh, I like that. Uh, so, remember that name. Justice I love Hill. an easy one for you guys, and I hope you guys take it. Uh, all right, da- uh, uh, Davis, go for it. Okay. Uh, we're doing running backs. I'm going to choose Devon A-Chain. A-Chain? A-Chain, yeah. yeah. A-Chain? Yep. Out of Miami. So, uh, he's a rookie this year. He's got folks in front of him. they got Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. Uh, not the pictures of consistent health, those two, as I think we know. Uh um, real and quick, also, before, yeah. bef- uh, can you give us the, uh, the you know his ADP yes. right now? Sorry. Um, let's let's lead that. off with that every time. Okay. Let's leave off yep. with the ADP and the and then their their individual. Oh, yeah. Uh, like uh, Justice RB. Hill's going uh, RB 120. So. <laughs> so you've got a chance to get him is what I'm hearing. Yeah. So you're uh, saying there's a chance. Yeah. yeah. So you can get him for free. Yeah. A-Shane's going uh, 134 overall right now. So he's, he's down in that 14th round of your draft. So he is getting Jeez. picked up. Jeez, is uh, he really that low? That's crazy. Yeah. So that's why I love him. So just, and I'm going to go a little bit homer on you guys because that's kind of my whole deal here. Uh, oh, he true. absolutely smoked LSU in the bowl game in 2012, or in the last game of the season in 2022. Guy was kind of hurt, came back, hung up, uh, just lost it. Uh, he played carries, for AM, for, right? Yep. AM uh, was just a monster all season, but dealt with injuries and then came back and hung 215 yards and two touchdowns on LSU Ooh. in the last game of the season. So, uh, needless to say, he's stuck in my mind and I'll never forgive him. I will also be trying <laughs> to draft him. Uh, <laughs> so much so that I want him on my fantasy team. Yeah. He's yeah. on my list, by the way. I have oh. a list of six guys and he's on my list. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's just, great. Just everything about the situation. Uh, Mostert and Wilson have not been consistent, even though they are Mike McDaniel guys. Uh, but I just, you know, later in the they're season, also, they're injury dudes too. So yeah. you're looking for that 13th, 14th round that you need some, something cool that could maybe pop. I like him a whole lot. Yeah. Especially cause these are, you know, like not just are these, these are not just ADP sleepers. I did mm-hmm. say that at the beginning, but these are also like, let's try and find guys that are going to win you championships, you know, that are going to yeah. like, these guys can start day one yeah like they yeah. have the ability to start day one and that's what you want man even yeah. if like they aren't starting you know they're gonna have a role regardless uh so that's what you want you just want value yeah. value and upside so i'm gonna i'm gonna with that so i'll go on, on my deeper guys not super deep but <clears throat> uh past 100 uh, uh i'm gonna go samaj p ryan uh his average draft position is 106 right now and uh and then he is being drafted as RB 36, which is just fucking bananas. He's 27 years old. He's coming off uh, a season where he showed crazy potential when uh, Joe Mixon went down. Last last year when Joe Mixon was out from week 11 to 13, he was averaged 23.6 fantasy points per game. That is bananas. Um, and right now, Javante Williams is going at ADP 64. And if you're giving me the choice between those two guys in that backfield, 
I am taking uh, Samaj P. Ryan at 106, like without even batting an eye over 64 of a dude coming off of all of all the things we just talked about that happened to his knee last year. And Peyton um, runs running backs all the time. Yep. Yeah. And, and this is, so this is the thing that I like the most about regardless of anything that was said, Sean Payton went and got this dude, Sean Payton handpicked Samaj P. Ryan to go. Yeah. To go to be in his offense. He was like, have he literally told him, he's like, have you seen how I use running backs? They Sean Payton offenses always have two running backs that are useful. And right now Williams is, they're going to start him and they're going to start playing him in week two of the preseason. But, um, He's he's not a lock to be their number one dude. Nope. This is a whole. This is not a right new yeah. scheme. This is a new offense. This is a new coaching staff. It is everything is up in the air, and it sucks mm-hmm. for Javante Williams, who's coming off this injury that he has to play behind the eight ball. But Samaje Pirine, he's also huge. That dude is a freaking beast. He's two hundred and thirty four pounds. Mm-hmm. 510, 234. That is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Google a picture of Samaje Piran from last year. He is yeah, a he's monster. A ball. Uh, sure. And not only that, he's a monster who can catch the ball. Latavius um, Murray. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a lot. So uh, yeah. I did this for a different reason, but I know somebody's going to take this. Um, but uh, when since uh, Sean Payton, in the years that he was with the Saints, by far <clears> the most passing attempts in uh, football. They pass way more than they run. And they mm-hmm. pass a lot to their backs. So I actually really love that call. I had yeah. it written down as well. Yep. It's, so that's my, that's, he's my like past 100 dude. Uh, I've okay. got another guy that's, that's a little. I just got to mention like a low hanging fruit that I thought you guys were going to just snatch up. Jarek McKinnon's going 39. Thought I about, thought about yeah. putting him. Yeah. Yeah. RB won the last two weeks of last year. Yeah. It's crazy. He, he, he won. So in our, in our league that, Alex is we're trying to get Alex into that we've been in together Davis and I for like 10 years uh 10 plus years probably wow. uh the guy who won had had him he picked him up off waivers randomly which sucks because I had him on my team uh-huh. and I dropped him at one point uh but yeah he, he essentially won Brett uh my buddy yeah. Brett that the the title last year it's crazy his Najee pass Harris pass decided pass. to start playing well at the end of the year, and he also picked mm-hmm. him up. So, yeah. So his he lost Juju. His pass catchers are basically Sky Moore, who whatever, and uh, Rasheed Rice. Like, um, like, or is it uh, Rasheed Rice uh, and Justin Watson or something? Whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, uh, don't don't don't. Uh, we'll get we'll no, get to the like, Chiefs. Yeah. No, quit quit Justin naming Ross. picks, man. Quit yeah. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. Um, uh, can I do one? I know I'm talking a lot. Can I do one more? Yeah, yeah, no, we're we're going. We're do, we'll do one more round of uh, running backs. Let's keep it, keep it clipping here. Okay, so um, this is a, another deeper one, and it's a homer pick. Uh, Raheem Blackshear. Hmm. So we're looking at all of uh, we're talking <clears throat> about right and coaching, right? You ever heard of a guy named Naheem Hines? <laughs> a guy familiar. named Darren Sproles? A guy named familiar. Danny Woodhead? He always has these dudes that he throws pa- uh, catches uh, passes to. And two of the four years, so Naheem Hines got hit, hurt twice. The other two years, he was a top 20 back. He finished yeah, as, yeah. Uh, 15 and 17. Darren Sproles, when he was the offensive coordinator um, in uh, For the, Eagles. the Eagles, the Super Bowl year, they had like five backs because they all got hurt. So they had JHIE, LeGarrette Blunt, Clement, um, all, that, all that stuff. So, But the year before, Darren Sproles played most games. And he was like RB 15 or something. He was top 20 back. Yeah. And Before he was that. he was in the on the back half of his career. That's after he was with the oh, Saints. Oh, he was like thirty five yeah. years old. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. before that, Danny Woodhead was left for dead. 
Melvin, Melvin Gordon was the dude. Like Melvin Gordon was their guy. They brought Danny Woodhead in, and they were like, "Oh, this dude, let's just pass him the ball and let him just go with it." <laughs> oh, like dude, Danny Woodhead and Melvin Gordon tandem in and uh, with the Chargers was awesome. Danny yeah, Woodhead was, was a top. I think he was number five or six number or three. seven. Number three yeah, on up, the year up there for sure yeah i had him on my team that year and i loved danny wood he was also fun to fucking watch too but yeah he's going to be in that role players. to your point he's going to be that pass catching uh back probably for the panthers and it's great if, if miles sanders goes down it ain't gonna be chuba hubbard the second place because chuba hubbard if you're a panthers fan you know that dude cannot catch black <laughs> is going to be the number one back i guarantee you he will play that role and he's yeah. already gonna have a i mean he might come in he might come in on third down already no, he will. Yeah. He's yeah. already going to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. Darren Sproles was that guy when um um, uh, who's the guy that he took over for um, uh, was it McCoy still there at that time or maybe it was like Eric Blunt? Somebody went down and he took on that starting like mm-hmm. between the tackle yeah. roles. He he he. I think he scored like three or four touchdowns last year rushing the ball. Love it. That's yep. a good one. Uh, ADP one twenty one for running backs. One twenty. So both my guys seems, are free. Seems uh, gettable again. Mm-hmm. I like it. Running back 121? Yep. Good Lord. <laughs> My running backs both, are in like the 30s. Alex is like scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah. over No, but here. I'm saying what, what I think about great sleepers is guys that have top 20 potential that you can get for free or you can get for very cheap. Yeah, I mean. Those the, guys can be top 20 guys. Yeah. I love it. I love it. We're getting, we're getting, Alex is getting the deep ones. We're kind of scraping the middle. I'm going to give you a, a higher one here in a second, but go ahead, uh, Davis. Okay. Uh I had a couple more. I'm going to go with Kendra Miller out of New Orleans at risk yes. of us all being homers for our teams. I've known the yep. Saints fan, but uh, everything you just mentioned, we, we just did the whole thing about Sean Payton. The Saints still use their running backs that way. We have Jamal Williams in the house now playing the Mark Ingram role, the Latavius Murray role, just a bruiser who's going to hit you with the uh, short yardage stuff. And Kamara is suspended for three games, which is honestly best case scenario given everything we've heard. But Miller is... Uh, I mean, he just hustles, man. He was on that TCU team last year that did so well. Uh, kid is just all over the place all the time, getting rave reviews out of camp. Yeah, it's, it's you know he's he was a he was very a treat likely to gonna, watch last year. Very likely going to step in and have a decent sized role those first few games. And who's to say he's not going to keep another significant role? You you know the Saints like to use any players they've got on the roster. Um, mm. I, I'm I'm keeping an eye on him all year. He's also I definitely skipped our cardinal rule already. Uh, going 150 overall, 46 among running backs in ADP. So again, end of the draft, free, free agent, two weeks in. Like keep an yeah, eye on. Yeah, yeah, and especially if you get Kamara or if you get Jamal Williams as a yep. uh, as a backup. Um, if you if you if you're playing the. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Kamara's missing three games, so yeah. like he's gonna have that opportunity to like yeah, keep a got. lot of whatever he has made carved out for himself, you know. And also, That's Kamara, Kamara has declined job. every yeah. year in the past three yeah, years, I got man. It. One of my tweets yeah. about that, not um, specifically, but yeah. yeah. And I think, I think we'll see a change in that this year, just because of the running backs we have on the roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have been kind of using him as that bulldozer as well as the yeah. back. And that's not, that's not really is. his style. They, yeah. Uh, they generally do the one, two thing. And he's generally the, the shifty guy. Yeah. yeah. Now he's also, um, I should know this, but six or seven years in the league, that's kind of deterioration time for a lot of yep. running backs. So yeah. Who knows? Um, yep. Love that. All right. So my, this is more of an ADP thing than a like deep sleeper. Um, but, uh, I've been touting this guy, Alex and I talked about him in the running backs. Um, I'm going with, uh, David Montgomery. Um, he's obviously a name that everyone knows, 
but he's kind of like a, a boring guy that no one really wants. He's generally in the dead zone. People don't really like, they're like, okay, I guess I'll take him because I need an RB2, you know, whatever. This dude's opportunity in this Lions offense is going to be the exact same role that Jamal Williams had last year. Yep, yep. And Jamal Williams had uh, 17 touchdowns on 28 touch touches inside the five-yard line. Yep, <laughs> that's yep. insane so not like bad. just to like slide into that role they do not want jared goff throwing the ball when they're in the red zone they definitely don't want him throwing the ball when they're in their five yard line um he's going to, to he's going to feast catches. and i and i think jameer gibbs is going to be awesome for them but i think he's going to do a lot more of his damage in the receiving game in the middle of the mm. field uh i don't think they're going to use him as their bruiser they're well they're just not going to use him as their bruiser um uh that's definitely going to be david montgomery montgomery is not a great running back as far as like yards i think he averages 3.7 in his career which is not great but he's also for fantasy purposes he is like the consummate rb2 like he's just always there um and he's got touchdown upside uh i i I would be surprised if he matched Jamal Williams 17, but even if he gets 10 to 12, like that's great for an RB2. He's going right now, so I broke our rule too, but I kind of want to talk about it for us. Uh, he's going ADP 82, uh, and he's going RB33, which is just bananas to me. Jamal Williams was was running back 13 last year. Yeah. 13. That is yeah. crazy. So even if he's even if he finishes at 20 that's still a value that's still 30 or 13 spots just in running back position ahead of where he's going um and that's about where i have him ranked is around 20 um and yep. he's going at 33 and that's crazy to me Maybe. Yeah. this is another example alex and i have talked about how like you can get running backs yeah uh, mm -hmm. later and he's going to be one of those dudes that he will produce for you they're they they get the ball in at uh, at the goal line and they just run it run it run it yeah. yeah. Um, Eric Moody, who is like a big uh, person in the mm -hmm. uh, community. Um, and so Mason was on this first. Mason, we did this podcast, what, a month ago? Yeah. Uh, and you had, I mean, you, you stood on line. You said Connor was your guy. Uh, you had Montgomery. You mm -hmm. uh, said um, uh, Miles Sanders. The boring uh, team. I the boring dudes. Had, like, Madison <laughs> up there. So Eric, Eric Moody says, uh, these five underappreciated running backs are poised to thrive with 240 plus touches in 2023. Miles Sanders, Isaiah Pacheco, James Conner, David Montgomery, Alexander, Alexander Madison. I have all those dudes inside my top 24. I know. And that's why I, I saw that tweet. Uh, Pacheco, I, like, I think I have him I right yeah, outside. I don't think you have but, Pacheco in there. But, yeah, I have yeah, right outside. But he's another one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's right yeah. around that 24 to 27 range for me, probably. Yeah, so people are catching on. but I, I, I think, I think Pacheco's got a little injury right now, too, which is whatever. But um, yeah. But yeah, no, the, yeah. those dudes, if you don't get one of those those flashy uh, upside RB2s that everyone wants to fucking get, uh, give me those dudes all day as my yep. running back too. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. All right, let's move on to wide receivers. Um, and let's do this a little faster. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to jump on or you want to do it differently? Uh, go for it, Alex. Okay. Um, going in at number wide receiver 80. Ooh. Um, Paris Campbell okay. is poised to be the number one option on the New York Giants. New York Giants. Paris Campbell was on the all combine team. This dude runs a four, three, one forty. Frank Reich, who knows receivers drafted him. And he was like supposed to be the, the uh, heir apparent to uh, T Y Hilton. When T Y mm -hmm. Hilton was getting, um, mm -hmm. getting 
uh, coming He's had a in. lot of injuries there, right? This dude got hurt in the most in the oddest ways. So he didn't deal with hamstrings, groins, ACLs, anything like that. Dude got in a car accident, and he had like a concussion and like uh, other injuries that like messed mess with him. He broke his hand, and he had an uh, abdominal strain. But he played all 17 games last year and got uh, 68 targets with that weird thing. Those were all last year? All those injuries from last year? No, no, the no. first three years. So he's from oh, I was like, holy shit. He man spent 400 days in a hospital. No, he yeah. drafted in the second round of 2019. He was on the all-combine team. His, his profile is just stacked. He runs good routes. He has good downfield speed. This dude is uh, – um, and Brian Dayball handpicked him. Just like we we're saying with Peyton picking yeah. uh, a P Ryan, he handpicked uh, Paris Campbell. Um, maybe because he's a uh, uh, six foot, two oh seven, runs a four three. Uh, Dayball had another guy that was six foot, run a four four, and was one ninety four. His name was Stefan Diggs. So, <laughs> dude got handpicked. The guy handpicked him, and yeah. they throw the ball a lot. So Paris Campbell is a guy you can get basically for free. With top 20 upside. Uh, the only thing that I worry about there is that there are so many freaking wide receivers in that wide receiver room mm-hmm. that are halfway decent. Uh, I, I, his yeah, talent is absolute. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like, like the first round talent, like Wondell Robinson. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember off the top of my yeah, head. Some the Sterling Shepard right? right? is there. You've got, I mean, you got oh, all so those. Darius Slayton's there. Yeah, um, but you've got, they, they you've lost. got dudes that have done it before. Well, you hate Maybe yeah. short. Maybe short. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, they Maybe. have. But that's also what I'm saying is that, oh yeah, we have a, this a, this huge wide receiver room. Let's go get Paris Campbell. Yeah, no, I, 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 I just. He's yeah, never like fully done it, so uh, I mean, again, he, these guys are free. At well, the you're end looking of your for sleepers, right? man. You're so, looking for yeah. upside. You're, listen to what people Absolutely. are telling you. People talk. Listen. Yeah. Five, four, three, forty. Insane talent. All combine team. Fully healthy. How's have did you look at what he's been doing in camp? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The Giants keep it kind of under wraps, um, and people run their own narrative. Like, like Matthew Barry. I'm not trying to shit on Matthew Barry, but he was pushing Melvin Gordon, but not looking at what the the local writers are saying because they're all touting Justice Hill. Mm-hmm. So, I think sometimes when you get in these like the national fantasy things, you kind of just assume things instead of like looking at reports. Yeah, I've, he looks great. What I've heard mostly out of that camp is how Darren Waller has looked. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, just... yeah, Paris Campbell and Darren, Darren Waller apparently has looked really, really good. Yeah. yeah. But, Paris, but I mean, Paris Campbell's 25 years old, babe. Like, he's oh, wow. He's 25? I feel like we've been talking Damn. about him for I know. 16 years. <laughs> I yeah. know. Jesus. Yeah. He's like uh, the DJ right. truck mode. Like, yeah. super fast, dealt with injuries, huge upside. All right. I like it. Davis, what you got? I'm going to go deep as well with Justin Ross out of Kansas you City. You fucking, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking kill you dude that's the second time you've taken a oh guy. there's time oh for more god. it's time for i'm glad more. i didn't get to that person when I was dude i literally you because we started talking about it and i heard davis say something I was like oh my god he, if he has justin ross and he says it before me i'm gonna kill him oh my god so this will be my last podcast guys it's been a lot of fun yeah <laughs> alex we got to get him out of here get out of here bye um, all right yeah, well i'm gonna yeah keep going well, you, and you'll be able to tack on some stuff too because I, my notes are kind of halfway since you know he was at Clemson and hurt for half of his life. But oh, the yeah. guy was you know projected first round talent. Um, his freshman Had, year at Clemson ran into 
speaking of truckloads of injuries, I mean, his, he had a spinal injury that uh, took him out for a whole year. They weren't sure. Neck and spinal again. thing that he's just never, yeah, yeah uh, gotten an opportunity. A, he came back, played really well for Clemson, had a foot injury, uh, missed all of last year. I think, uh, if I remember right, Kansas City signed him undrafted. I don't think he yeah. got drafted. No, he didn't and, get drafted. Uh, reports out of camp or he's looking good. There was a video. I'm sure you guys saw it yesterday. Just a real smooth one-handed catch in the back corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's looked good. Uh, oh. You know, we we talked about their receiving depth. There's another receiver out there that I'm kind of interested in. But otherwise, it sure feels like there's a lot of room to play ball in the Kansas City receiving offense right now. I do want to point out that Kansas City no longer has Eric Bieniemy, which kind of reads me out a little bit. Um, no. Matt, Nag- Matt Nagy is, is I mean, still running Andy. the shop. Yeah, yeah, it's Andy Reid's offense, and also Matt Nagy. I've been scarred by Matt Nagy. Super, yeah. Didn't he? Running yeah, but he won a Super Bowl with them yeah. too, no, didn't he? Been that's, there before. Yeah, that's yeah. mostly a joke. Let's. I'll be clear. It's mostly a joke because Matt Nagy was so bad with Chicago. But oh yes, he was. It is an offensive change. You got Mahomes. You got Kelsey. You got Andy Reid. Don't expect well, much, who else also, is there? They're waiting. They're praying for yeah, someone to to emerge there. More, but... And like, it, yeah, I mean, honestly, so so just to kind of. Uh, this, this was one of my, this is my deep sleepers. I just said, just take a wide receiver from the chiefs. Yeah. Take one of those dudes at the end of your draft, take Skymore, yep. Rasheed Rice, take Justin Ross, uh, Justin Ross, or take Richie James, just throw them, take one of those dudes and put them on yeah. your team because one of them is going to emerge. Uh, yeah. and, and, and I think the dude with the crazy talent that no one is looking at is Justin Ross. Uh, 100%. I, I completely agree the dude. So this is a tweet that I saw, um, from uh this guy's name is chris at, at chiefs underscore outsider on x slash twitter whatever you want to call it why is justin ross getting so much hype uh we have a rival receiver that started over t higgins in college and cook a, cooked a secondary with patrick Sertain the second and trayvon diggs as a freshman in the national championship game the dude, like the dude has it yeah, for sure yeah like mm-hmm. that is that it say less yeah <laughs> yeah. No, yeah college he was bananas uh, yeah. And he's he's tall. He's not a short little speedster dude. He's uh he's pretty big. He's not he's not a speedster. He I think he ran like a four point six four four six four something like that. Um, but yeah, man, his hands were they're got glue on him. I was watching highlights before. That's why I was late to coming in here. That's what. And then Davis oh, first stole that makes another me even one. happier. I sniped that one. <laughs> oh, dude, it's unbelievable. You've done this twice. Actually, it's so believable. Brett it's one hundred percent believable. Why? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I really want one I'm of you probably... guys to take because I, I got like three guys I want to talk about. So I hope that one of you guys take one of these. <sighs> um, let's see. I'm gonna. All right. So this again is a, a ADP sleeper, not a um, a like super deep sleeper. Uh, but people got to be talking about Deontay Johnson more, man. Uh, yeah. He he. We've talked about him some. Um, but again, zero touchdowns last year. The positive touchdown regression is definitely going to come. He was sixth in end zone targets last year and he got zero touchdowns that is bananas he had 147 targets he had 86 catches he was ended eight, uh, the year as uh, wide receiver 28 still regardless of all of those stats if he had had like five or so touchdowns he's he's uh 20 21 you know and and the the potential on 147 targets and he only got to catch he only caught 86 of them which was most of those being Kenny Pickett's fault they have a year longer together yep. the year before Deontay Johnson was wide receiver uh eight or seven I think mm-hmm. uh obviously that was with old Ben Roethlisberger just 
peppering him, but still like these, he's, he's probably somewhere in between that 28 and that seven. And right now his average draft is 77.8 and wide receiver 32. That's criminally low. Yeah, that's wild. Criminally low. Yep. Um, so sorry. Uh, that's the, I, that's a, not a deep sleeper, but it's an ADP sleeper. You guys want me to go to, all right, I got to talk about this guy just because not because I'm a Homer, but we, I just talked to his sister, uh, DJ Chark. And I'm not doing it because of a Homer. Just I, I have to, because she just gave us information on it. LSU. Also, uh, also Chark. go watch a uh, kitty lit podcast yeah, yeah. So, yeah, with Alex Bryant. And yeah, we interviewed her for, uh, for a kitty lit pod. Um, and she, uh, kind of basically grew up, um, and she went to college to be like kind of a professional coach. Uh, she's coached athletes. Um, her name, we call it coach D her name's Deetra. Um, and, uh, she coached, um, uh, DJ when he was in college. So, um, that's cool. We, we talked to her and she told us that she usually talked to him every day. He is locked in, like he is locked in. You can tell by the, the videos coming out of camp, man. And she said that he, and so it was reported that he got his injury misdiagnosed. So, but he wanted to, he was so wanting to prove himself. He came back from the injury. He could have sat out all last season. He came out of injury early. When he came out last six games, wide receiver 30 playing through injury. Wide receiver yeah. 30 playing through injury. They go five and one in that span. So yeah. they, they, that team was four and seven before he came back. Five and one. Do put up 108 in a touchdown against the Panthers. Watch that live. Um, and she said he is fully healthy. He's making plays in camp. If you can get DJ Chark, who's currently going, uh, he's if you if you're a Panthers fan, you know you know he is wide receiver one. He is wide receiver one. He was wide receiver 30 last uh, six games of the season last year, and he's fully healthy. Man, this dude can be. He could be up there. He could be. Yeah, he was one of mine too, but I knew you were going to do him, so I let you have it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I wanted to touch on that. I wanted to be doing it real fast. Can you, um, I'll let you guys go, and I, I got I got two more that I want to touch on. If you don't take. All right, it. you can. You we got we got we to do I know, these I know. real also, fast. All right. Um, I can I can skip my my other one was um it was another ADP guy Tyler Lockett's going criminally low again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's he's wide receiver twenty eight right now. He ended the season as wide receiver thirteen. Um, that offense is going to be better this year uh I, I don't need to say a lot on tyler like people know uh last two years he was wide receiver 13 and wide receiver 16. uh it's crazy that he's going that low anyways yeah whoop. uh last one for me i'm going to do elijah moore cleveland browns uh, he's currently going 151 overall 54 with wide receivers and uh doesn't have a whole lot of reputation to work with right now he had a pretty solid rookie season with the jets uh, basically got ignored and left for dead parts of last year uh, due to injury, due to attitude, whatever you want to call it. So fresh start, they get a full year of Deshaun Watson. Uh, looks to be a pretty decent offense. So I don't really have a ton of numbers to back this up, aside from the fact that the dude was really talented at Ole Miss. He was talented to start his career at the Jets. And uh, he's it's his third year in the league. It, it's just kind of wrapped up nice yeah. and pretty for a little bit of a resurgence there. And again, 16th round, free agent, like free pick. If, yep. if Deshaun Watson turns out to be any anything of what he was, you know, three years ago, then one of those dudes, either Donovan Peoples Jones, and mm-hmm. uh, Joku, or or your boy, is gonna turn into something. They'll be yeah. w- worthy of uh, of fantasy starts at some point during the year. Definitely. 
Yeah, uh, real fast. Um, Cortland Sutton's going uh, wide receiver forty-three. Dude, I am. I want to get on this Cortland Sutton train, yeah. man. I've been fighting it because I'm just like, but like no one's talking about Cortland Sutton. Yeah, Cortland Sutton. Uh, the dude is six-three, two hundred and twelve pounds. Uh, was drafted fortieth overall. There's another guy that was six-three, uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, two hundred and ten pounds, and uh, drafted in the forties. Michael Thomas. He <laughs> well, always has these big uh, position dudes. Yeah, uh, Colston oh, was the same this. same yeah. way, P- and Peyton. I already talked about it. Since he was in, in the league, led the league in pass attempts, attempts by a mile. He passes and passes and passes. We also had Drew Brees, who was you know. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> I, we can get it. We can get, I'm sure somebody's going to take Russell Wilson later on, but Russell Wilson's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, so then we uh, then uh, that means uh, Marvin Mims. Mm-hmm. Look at him compared to um, what uh, Brandon Cooks did. Um, Marvin Mims is a guy that if you if he sits for a little bit, he's going to break out the, the end of, uh, next year because uh, Russell Wilson loves to go deep. So Marvin Mims is a name to watch. And then real quick, just because I said Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks, um, wide receiver, Love Brandon Cooks, yeah. going yeah. thirty nine. Dude yeah. hasn't been thirty nine ever. Ever, he's no. never been that low. I've so, I uh, always try and draft Brandon Cooks. Because last year I actually I did, and he was the first time that he didn't break a thousand yards in like six seasons. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he uh he. But he was on that terrible point, team. God, eleven point two yard uh, points per game, which was basically DJ Moore. Before that, he was uh fourteen point five yards uh points per game uh the year before, which is T Higgins and Tyler Lockett. Year before yeah. that, fifteen point five, which is Jalen freaking Waddle. So you have all that upside for a guy that's going uh, wide receiver 39 and an offense that loves to pass the ball and lost Dalton Schultz. And who knows what Michael Gallup is going to do. If, no, if he's saying, automatically the number two in that offense. Yeah, exactly. Right. For sure. Anyone who's about, saying that it's Gallup is smoking. Right. Mad. Target, the target's got to go somewhere. Right and yeah. if we're saying that, Gallup. if we're saying that in um, uh, Jackson, uh, uh, S- I forgot how to say his Jackson old. Smith and Jigba. Yeah. yeah. He's going before Brandon Cooks. That's three Seahawks that pass less than the Cowboys that are going ahead of. A yeah, but the Cowboys, Cowboys are going to run the ball more. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, with uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, Bengals, um, are, they're right behind Bengals in pass attempts per game, and Bengals have two guys. You have the Seahawks having three guys in a breakout. You have the Chargers that have three guys that are supposed to break out. So. These guy, this guy has to go over a lot of these. I would say he's an easy top twenty for me uh, this year. Uh, top in the top twenty. He's top twenty every year, every single year. We do. We have the it's like Tyler Lockett. Well, we have the same conversation year, but... every single year. They're the same age. Yeah. <laughs> and last year, because he sat out, it was in, it was Davis Mills. Davis Mills is the real thing there. Yeah. It's the, the or the Texans the organization in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me throw out two wide receivers, and I promise they'll be quick. George Pickens at 89 overall, 36 for wide receivers. Same argument you had, Mason. Um, he's a rookie. He's super up and down, and he's already had the catch of the year, and it was like the third day of preseason. Yeah. Uh, I like him to come in more in like the fifth round value range. Ninth, that's killer. And, and then Kadarius Tony. Cake schedule. Cake mm-hmm. schedule. We, nobody's talking about Kadarius Tony right now. They should be. If he's healthy, if his attitude's right, he's the most physically talented player on that team. Oh yeah, I but know, I don't trust I it at all. But he's also going in the twelfth round, forty-four over. Uh, Is he really? That's receivers. that's. Yeah, no, he's really overall. he's right by Samaj Piran, I think actually. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, right by Cortland so, Sutton. So again, piece of the offense go. guy. If he puts it together, that's that's all I got on that one. Uh, yeah. We have quarterbacks. 
Uh, yeah, we can move on to quarterbacks now. Uh, I, I again, I am I am super big on that Cortland Sutton. Uh, he was he was going to be a guy that I I wanted to bring up too. He that's what there's just something. Like, it, it's I was he's the perfect guys to do. Perfect example of a post hype sleeper, man. I have not heard a single person talk about Cortland Sutton because it's been all Jerry Judy. Anybody? It's, it's been all, all Jerry, Jerry Judy, Judy, which I think Jerry Judy deserves that hype. No, yeah, because not a Sean, not a Sean Payton offense. He he finished the uh, the year strong, but again, these dudes were, it was like back and forth between them at the beginning of the year, like who was going to be the one who take who emerged out of that offense. Uh, Cortland Sutton finally did it at the end of the year, and he, I think he was around like mid twenties uh, wide receiver, um, or, or yeah, maybe even low. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Cortland Sutton's talent is is awesome. So you heard it here first, baby. On no, FU Mims Fantasy, Mims, Mims is the one you want to keep yeah. in the background because he's going to break out to be in the next year. Yeah, watch. All right, cool. All right, let's do quarterbacks. You want me to go again first? Uh, I'm going to go first this time. Okay. <laughs> So fuck you guys, because you're going to keep stealing stolen again. <laughs> no, and and because I wanted to do, I wanted to go first. Uh, also, because I I I mentioned uh, I mentioned Mr. Um, Tyler Lockett because I think the pairing with him and Geno Smith is yeah. uh, he's on my list. Yeah, Geno Geno's going uh, average draft position of one fourteen. He's QB fifteen. So here's a few little snippets about Geno Smith last year. He was QB five on the year. QB five. His completion percent was sixty nine point eight. That is wild. That is so high for a dude that just didn't play for fucking eight to ten years or whatever. He had he was a thirty touchdown to eleven pick ratio. Uh, he had ten top ten finishes at QB. He had four top five finishes at QB, and he averaged seventeen and a half points per game. Uh, and he's going. 10 spots below where he finished last year. That is bananas. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I uh, on that, they have a cake first two games. So if you're kind of worried about yep. drafting uh, Gino, get Gino and well, pair him with Kyler. They're also like, get... love our Panthers, but like their schedule is the first four games is Rams, Detroit, Carolina, and Giants. Like, that ain't scaring anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not scaring no, anybody. I, I think Carolina's with Evero... It, they got sure, they but like I, right I now, we, we got to see it for, too. You got Rams. They finished above the Rams last year. Rams is game one, and they lost Jalen Ramsey. They were twenty first in pass defense last year, and then you got the Lions, who finished dead last in overall defense and 29th in pass defense yep. last year. You're gonna crush the first two games, and what, like you say, Mason, uh, you want people that can start strong. Yes. Yeah. Yep. There, I, I did look at their their playoff run because you also want to look at the end. Uh, it's kind of like. Look at the beginning and look at the end. The end, their their playoff stretch is pretty tough. Um, but uh, what here's here's the the draft strategy that I like. If you're looking at getting him at uh, QB fifteen or in that range, if you pair him with Anthony Richardson, then you have you have two huge upside dudes. Uh, especially because yeah. like if you get uh, Gino, they're going they're going right next to each other. They're fourteen and fifteen. Um, if you, if you get Anthony Richardson and you play Gino for the first half of the season and then hope that Anthony Richardson develops and then he start his game starts to translate to the NFL more and he's running and running and running, then you have a great start and a potential great finish because the end of Anthony Richardson season, 
They have Pitt, which is not great. But then the last two games, the 16 and 17, when, when we're in the fantasy playoffs, they have at Atlanta and they're home to Vegas in the championship game. Hmm. That is juicy. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Juicy. So Daniels might get fired by then too. I love that combo uh, of potentially just snagging those two dudes towards the end of your draft. So you don't like, like if you Kyler, wait... I guess. No, Kyler's. You didn't all... like my suggestion. You like Richardson. I get it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, no, Kyler's another. I mean, I'm sure Is he's Kyler on your list. Kyler, another ACL guy. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, I'm saying that like I would if you're worried about Geno like starting off slow, start him the first two games. He's got easy games, and then if he's not doing what you want him to do, you got Kyler coming back. Yeah, Kyler will probably yeah be back. I'm. They're saying he want he wants to be back by week one, but that's just not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I would no. guess more like and you three still want to see it first. You want to see it yeah. first. Too. You want to see yeah, which is again like he's another good pair with. You can pair him with uh, with Gino. Yeah, because the second half he's of the year he's going to be drunk, baby running all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to steal another. Uh, you you go first, uh, Davis. Because I have two. I will go first. Uh, so I don't know which one I want to do. Um, I'm going to go with Jordan Love, actually. Mm, and there's a reason for that. One is that he has, he does have, it's very small sample size, but he has done it a little bit. When he, when he showed up and played last year, he showed up and played. The other thing is he's, I mean, if you want to play the Packers conspiracy game, same thing that Rogers did, sat for three years, came up behind a legend. Yep. Turned out to be pretty good. You know, they've sat on yep. him for this long. He's not gone to, uh, you know, try and find a starting gig. Like, he's just kind of bided his time. And they still have talent there. They still have Christian Watson, uh, Romeo Dubs, who was kind of a, a sneaky play a lot of times last year. There's videos out of him today or yesterday just smoking Jair Alexander. Um, that's mm-hmm. not a small feat. They've got the running backs we talked about, Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones and uh, A.J. Barkle-Quads Dylan. So, <laughs> you know... <laughs> statistically like there's not a ton to go off on we know that he could sling it in college we know that he can sling it here uh that's purely just a hey if you you know even you're back you know, like you want somebody to just have stashed he's going uh where did I, I just lost him 150th overall uh you know 26 overall quarterback like you're not losing anything yeah like, I, I i i don't so i don't hate that call uh, the problem is that I don't think he's a upside guy. Like he can be like your tenth, ninth. He can he get, he can merge into the top ten. Yeah. But like we're talking about like Gino. You, you're your yeah, sure. I think you like want him to be. But I agree for where he's going. If you can get a, if you don't want to draft at all, and he you can get yeah. him free. If you're that's a if great you're strategy. looking at you know if you happen to be in a spot where you're looking at streaming quarterbacks, or you know yeah. frankly you got Deshaun, Dak, Tua, Aaron Rodgers rounding out your back ten to twelve. Yeah. I don't and see another why. Thing- and they're yak guys too. Yeah. Another guys, thing that I want to start talking about, it. especially because Davis and I are in one uh, in auction leagues, uh, you, he'll be a dollar. You can get him a dollar, yeah. and, or or for keeper leagues or for mm-hmm. dynasty leagues, you can just snag him at the end of a draft, and he is cheap as dirt. And the upside, we have no idea. Again, yeah. I love the conspiracy uh, yeah. Green Bay thing. Like, it's yeah. It could it's happen just a again. Little bit. It's just there a little bit. I mean, but I know is, Alex. Alex has them winning that division. I think, don't I you? Do, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, look at the Seahawks last year. Like these guys, they don't they get pissed off when you start. Telling I mean, them that they can't do anything without a quarterback. There's some stat out there that uh, the percentage of uh, first to worst uh, in divisions, like there's 
there's always it's almost it's almost it's a crazy stat like like a, mm -hmm. something like a quarter of the teams go from first to worst or the team like or the, the teams that got into the playoffs didn't make the playoffs and the teams that did uh, yeah, didn't the, win yeah it's seven crazy. teams that were in the playoffs last year will not make the playoffs this year yeah it's, that's half yeah half half yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah more than a quarter it's half yeah. wild so like i think that is a great example of a team that's probably maybe the best bet of a team that can go first to yeah, first. Yeah, totally. And I'm going to I'm going to kind of double down on this a little bit too yeah, and say like, first. you know, again, he's going so low. You know, Alex, your argument is where's the upside? Do you see the upside for Kirk Cousins, for Daniel Jones, for Jared Goff, for Staff, I mean Stafford if he's not hurt, throw that yeah. out. Brock Purdy, yeah. Kenny Pickett, Derek Carr, CJ well, Stroud, he's, he's more mobile than those going dudes. before him. And he's more it's, mobile than yeah, those guys. Yeah. So so when I see up when I say upside, I mean like I want not the, the risk. It's a risk thing, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm going to go for these sleepers that are going to most likely be crap, how likely is it for them like to carry them on my roster? Am yeah. I going to carry them on my roster to maybe be the 10th best? That's kind of like what I think and QB, about. QB like, is a tough one to make the sleeper argument for because in theory, you should only carry one QB anyway. Right. Yes. Right. Um, but he, but like talking or you're trying to about, make a move with, with the quarterback if, you have and bring somebody else out. But I, like I don't hate no and maybe like mm -hmm. kind of thing. I tell yeah. you what though, man, I, I, I didn't, I've not drafted two quarterbacks uh, and I'm, I probably still won't. But if you do get a guy that is on the bottom half of the top 12 guys, because you know, most mm -hmm. rosters are 10 to 12, then I have no problem if you're getting one of those uh, lower end guys snagging another guy for insurance yeah. because you're, you're, the likelihood of you having to play two quarterbacks is much higher than if you get yeah. one of those stud running running quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, um, I have no so problem with quarterback starting. And, totally. event, and also, like you're taking flyers at the end of your drafts anyway. Any of any analysts that are being like, "Don't take two quarterbacks," it's like you're you're gonna drop two of yeah. those dudes in the first mm -hmm. three weeks anyways. Like, if I'm, if I'm drafting uh, QB nineteen and twenty, then guess what's more yeah. important? Guess what's more important than Joe Schmo on the fucking you know fourth string wide receiver on the Miami Dolphins? They're like a quarterback that right. you're actually gonna play. You know? Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have another quarterback? Um, Russell Wilson. I okay. I, okay, I was gonna say him. But I am Russell yeah, Wilson, I he's a post-hype sleeper. I, I I don't have a ton of stats. We don't really need. To, I mean, Russell Wilson was, last two weeks of last year. Yeah, yeah. He they, he started to come along uh, uh, at the end of last year. He's done it before. We all know Russell Wilson has been a top ten dude before last year, almost every year, or you know, or or close to top twelve. Um, this offense is just going to be better. That's, that's yeah. what I have yeah. to yeah. say. Sean More Payton is going to. There's no way it can't. Yes. More pass attempts. Marvin Mims. Your tight end gets healthy. Your, your running back core gets healthy. Like everything looks up for a guy that was well, uh, QB one the last yep. two weeks of last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Because anybody else have any more? Because my I had I was going to throw Derek Carr out there, but I, we don't need to dig into that too much. We Ooh. Oh, you guys can argue oh, about this. Right oh there. no, I think he's going to be. I, I, so I don't. Doesn't matter. Again, for uh, where for where he's being drafted right now, he's twenty third overall, hundred forty fifth. Like the dude's going to end up top twelve. Yeah, but the thing I put is, money like, on it right now. But he, but you're, Ooh, but you're, do we have a? Can we do a little there, bet here? Is there? A, we can do this. Yeah, later. Uh, but is there? It's the same thing. You're getting a guy that's like, what is he going? RB or QB sixteen, and maybe mm -hmm. he gets goes QB twelve. Like, yeah. it's just not enough of a sleeper for for me to want to take it. QB twenty three. Um, 23. So. Yeah, I was okay. going to say, it's much lower yeah. than... Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they're going to be terrible. We can talk about this. The How dare you? Yeah. A terrible <laughs> offensive right. line. All right. Um, yeah. Doesn't I matter. hope a wheel oh. breaks on your chair. Anyway. <laughs> okay. um, uh, so, mine goes into my tight end. Sam Howell. 
Sam, Sam Carolina, Howell, the man. He was awesome. Nineteen point three points his last uh, last uh, last year, the last game. I, like average top ten guy. Like Justin no, Howell I don't hate this at all. Was seventeen. He gets. I hope Sam Howell does well. He yeah. gets B enemy. He mm-hmm. gets Logan Thomas, who's healthy. Josh Dodson, his second year. Um, he has Antonio Gibson. They remade the offensive line, and this dude freaking slings it. Mm-hmm. And Bienemy ain't stupid. He's not going from Kansas City to another OC job that he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to try something else out. He, he, he knew what he had when he was going there. So Sam Howell's going 30, literally the last yeah. uh, quarterback drafted. And he's showing it on the field. And, those, and the guys in the locker room believe in him. There's no... There's like a little bit. Brissett looks kind of good, whatever. Um, so Sam Howell, which leads me into my tight end sleeper, Logan Thomas. Mm-hmm. Logan Thomas mm. three years ago was tight end three, and he dealt yeah, with it. he's done it. So yep. he, he tore his ACL, and the first year from back from, back from ACL is always hard for everyone. So this is two years removed from ACL. You have Eric Bieniemy. You know what he likes to do? Throw to the tight end. He's he's had one that's been pretty good. One what? A tight end. Yeah, that oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I think you said well, like one uh, one year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, Thomas no, he's was, had a few of those. Logan Thomas was tight end three three years ago, uh, underneath Ron Rivera. So mm-hmm. we and it's it's like the Andy Reid tree. So I talked about last time we were on about the uh, McVay tree and the Peterson tree. Well, the Peterson came from Reid. So the Reed tree also. Reed's always had great uh, tight ends when he was there. I think he had Brent, Brent Selleck and um, uh, Brent Selleck. Is that his name for? Um, the the Eagles uh, doesn't matter. He always had um, yeah, a tight end that he used. R- Rivera and Bienemy are both from that coach from Andy Reid tree. Logan Thomas is going to get some targets, and so we're going back to uh, why we like Pitts because they're the quarterback was so off target. Uh, Logan Thomas last year was third in off target throws amongst uh, tight ends. So you get a better quarterback, a better offensive coordinator. I, I like Logan Thomas and. Sam Howell to at one thousand percent out outperform their uh, their ADP. I like it. All right, love Davis, it, Davis. What you got for tight end? Greg Dulcich, Denver. Yep. Damn, that's I'm, my I'm gonna. One. That's my second one. <laughs> I knew it too. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. <sighs> I'm gonna kill this man. I'm gonna <laughs> kill this man. As, as soon as he brought up this Russ, this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. As soon as he brought up Russ, I had to do it. Oh. Uh, well, where, where to begin with Gregory Dulcich? So second year in the league, the offense can only go up, as we talked about. I, we've done half this conversation, talking about Russell Wilson. But, you know, I, I mean, like last ignoring, year had, I was ignoring half of what Alex was saying because I was digging deeper on Greg Dulcich. <laughs> I'm so upset. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Davis. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm here Keep for you, going. buddy. Keep going. Dude's 23 years old. He had five and a half targets a game last year on that putrid offense. Like, yeah. And rookie tight ends historically don't. Too much, right? I was so literally looking in. at his targets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, right now you can get, where do you go? You can get him as tight end 15 in the 130s range. That's that's 14th round in 10 team drafts. Yeah. Uh, if you're waiting on a tight end, I'm, I'm on board with that. I like that a whole yes. lot. I think there's going to be a lot more ball movement. Sean Payton loves his tight ends. He See is Jimmy a Graham. stud athlete too. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's a monster of a man. He's got some ham hocks for quads yes um yes. and you're right the, you know tight ends their first year uh nothing to write home about but also he missed Typically. a ton of time yeah he only um, played 10 games 
And like uh, that offense was putrid, I think, like you said. And so, and you're now getting Sean Payton, who's had, you know, who's brought up one of the best tight ends of the past, you know, ever, <laughs> and Jimmy Graham. So he knows how to use the tight end. Um, I think, I think this is a great one. I think this guy, I would be surprised if he was outside the top 12, I think. I need yeah, to bump him that. up in my ranks by a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, taken, no, I've I, taken him in best ball drafts. He's, he's a, mm-hmm. A, a nice late round tight end to either pair with if you've taken one early or if you just like taking a couple guys like him and Tyler Higby, who is my guy. Yeah. I've already talked about Tyler Higby some. Yeah. Um, he's uh, average draft pro- position of 137, uh, tight end 16. Last year he had – so the only – I'll say the negative thing about him before I go on to the positives. Obviously, they were using a bunch of – different quarterbacks and that Cooper cup went down and they didn't have anybody to throw the ball to. So he was like the, the steady, but also he was there and he was steady. Um, he had seven of seven top 10 finishes last year. Uh, he averaged 8.4 uh, points per game, which for a tight end, that's like going outside the top 12 is yeah. everything. Yeah. You and want. with, uh, uh, um, Baker Mayfield off the street. Yeah. Oh my like God. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, so, but then to, on the flip side of like, he's like, there was not consistency around there was, or there was no other positions or anybody else catching the ball. He was that, but on the flip side, he caught the ball and he was really good. Uh, and yeah. also in their offense right now, they have a bunch of nobodies past cup and Van Jefferson. I'm going to mm-hmm. read to you some of these dudes names that are <laughs> wide receivers on this team. So Cooper Cup, obviously everyone, Van Jefferson, everyone. Heard of him. Then they have Puka Nakua, Demarcus Robinson, Tyler Johnson, Chaterius Atwell, and Xavier Smith. Like, who are these Uh, guys? Atwell is Tutu Atwell. Yeah. Which you may Is that Tutu Atwell? Yeah. Okay. So still. Cut from the Packers, I think. Yeah. Um, still it goes to my fucking point that like there's a bunch of no opportunity and this yeah. there's opportunity for him to be the number two or the number three in this offense and if cup mm-hmm. starts the season injured and hobbled the uh stafford's going to go back to his dude he's going to back go back to throwing the ball to, yep. to tyler yep. higby so absolutely yeah yeah all right um i, I got one more kind of uh sam laporta uh, they mm-hmm. don't have a lot of guys to throw to. Took him in the second round. Who else ca- catching a, passes outside of? He's a rookie. Um, uh, Forget about yeah, him. But who yeah. else is catching package? Pack, package passes. I'm on Ross St. Brown. And who else? A, they threw the Jameer ball five times in the league last David. year. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs True. and and yeah. And then they also and, they picked yeah. up uh, Marvin Mims from they traded for him, so he's going to be their burner for. No, to, no, Marvin to, Mims. Other uh, uh, other Mims. He was like, like 65 years old. Uh, the other Mims, yeah. Oh, if they no, traded Denzel for him. Mims. Oh, yeah. Denzel Mims, oh, yes. They have Marvin yep. Jones and Denzel Mims. They, they Jones, traded man. for him to be their burner till, um, uh, 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 uh Williams gets back. That dude runs a, yep. a sub 3-4. Yeah, he's quick. That's about it. Jameson Williams, who has one catch ever in the NFL. But it was a touchdown. Well, it was. I mean, the, the, the reason they got him is that that's what he was for that offense. He's the, the field stretcher. Uh, and that's why they let Chark walk is because they don't need two of those dudes. Um, yep. so, uh, that's why they went and got him. Um, but yeah, I don't, don't draft a, a rookie tight end. It's <laughs> terrible. If you're going 17, you don't have to draft him. Yep. <laughs> you just take him for free. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Uh, that's it for our sleepy, our ADP sleepers, sleepers and ADP sleepers. Um, the, let's move on to the last oh. little segment. We are running, we are going over here. Yeah, we, um, yeah, it's over. People are still listening. People are having fun. <laughs> uh, we're going to do our FU Twitter, FUX. Da, da, da. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is kind of a FU cause it's kind of like, oh man, fuck us kind of thing. Uh, or F us, I don't know, whatever, whoever I'm allowed to listen. Let me go to my little <laughs> notes. So, since, this is from uh, Fantasy Footballers, since 2014, only 10 running backs have averaged 12-plus fantasy points per game in their 28-age season. These are the guys that are in their 28-age season this year. Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, James Conner, Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, Leonard Fournette, Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke's only 28. Jeez. Like, only only 10 have done it since four. That's 10 years, basically. So basically yeah. one a year. Do we have think ca- that any many? of these 10? What was it? Uh, only 10 running backs have averaged 12-plus fantasy points per game in their 28-age season. That's uh, that, that hurts. So that's like an FU being like, oh, man. Uh, like kind of thing. Yeah. There's no, like, yeah, so Nick more. Chubb and Austin Eckler and who else is James Conner, Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, Leonard Fournette, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook. Well, there's two. There's only two guys well, that I, I I feel three of those strongly. dudes don't have teams right now. Uh, I, I think you you get one a year, and we're drafting Eckler, Chubb, Conner, uh, Kamara, probably Jamal Williams in the top mm-hmm. thirty picks. Yeah, well, at their position. Yeah, no. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're taking Eckler and Chubb in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those dudes. Well, Chubb. <sighs> Chubb's had Chubb's had a couple years of injuries, so I could see it sneaking sneaking through this time. Eckler, I've been going back and forth on him a lot. I think I suspect we'll talk about him quite a bit leading up to the start of the season. But um, yeah, that's a tough stat to hear. I so, feel strong about obviously those top two guys, and everyone else is kind of like, yeah, James Conner could do it if he stays healthy. Um, <laughs> Uh, Alvin Kamal, I don't have. I put zero stock in him, and I put z- uh, zero stock. Obviously, Zeke's not even playing, so. Uh, but it's more of like if time. you're targeting these in drafts, it's like somebody be like, "How old is Christian McCaffrey? Is he 27? 27, I believe. Oh, sorry. One more good year. Yeah, yeah he was drafted uh, the same year as Fournette, but I think Fournette was a year older. Um, yeah. When he came out. Yeah. Um, so next one. In fantasy, this is the, the chart behind this, but you can't see the chart. Um, in fantasy, there's basically no difference between the tight end 7 and tight end 16, running back 20 and running back 30, wide receiver 50 and wide receiver 99, QB 10 and QB 18. So basically what it's saying, either draft guys early or late, especially wide receivers, because if you're going past wide receiver 50 – there ain't many of them that are going to be better mm-hmm. than wide receiver 99. So. Yeah. So fuck yeah, all those so. sleepers we just said. No, they're saying that you can get QB 10 value at QB 18. Yeah. Or tight end no, 7 value the wide at tight end 16. Yeah, but you want the wide receivers early, especially this year yeah. anyway. But. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, that, yeah. That that is that is the biggest thing that Alex and I have talked about. I think more than anything else on this podcast so far is that draft your wide receivers or your pass catchers, mm-hmm. i.e., uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, and uh, and one and two, uh, 
and then get your running backs in three and four or get a, uh, you know, a, a, one of those stud QBs, La- which I'm okay last with. Last one. Yeah. Uh, only four wide receivers 30 or older were top 50 at their position last year. How many? Four. I, yeah, I believe that. So we got guys like uh, Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett, um, Adam Thielen, uh, like uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Like all these guys are in their 30s now. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. Only four of them were top 50 last year. So Cooper Cup is 30, isn't he? I think he's 29. Is he? Maybe he's 30. He might be 30. Yeah. He's making me real nervous about yeah. this injury. Soft tissue. I, 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 and the thing that I put out on um, social media last year or a couple days ago, I dropped him. I had him two. I've got him. I might have him five or six now. Yeah. That I, I can't. Is. I can't start. I can't. Yeah, he is thirty. I can't start mm-hmm. him with. Right. I can't draft him with that knowledge that he may not play at the beginning of the season because you got you at that at putting, that high. It is at yeah. that high. Yep. If you are starting this, and this is the other big thing that I've been preaching. If you are starting the year and your stud number one wide receiver first pick off the board is not playing or is uh, hobbled, then you are just hamstringing your season immediately. Not yeah. n- no pun intended. Um, uh, yep. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. The one thing that gives me, because normally, I mean, I've said, I said on the last podcast, I don't like early season soft tissue injuries at all. No. Uh, he's still, at, you know, this makes is makes me it nervous is. about Joe Burrow too, man. Uh huh, hundred percent. Matthew Barry still made him his fantasy ride or die for this year. And Who? say what you want about Matthew Barry, Cooper Cup. No, he didn't. Uh, no, Monroe. Monroe's, uh, Amon oh, was it Monroe? I thought it's, I thought it was Cooper. Cup. No, all Cooper right, well, Cup then. was from years ago. Drop uh, drop Cooper down to round three, and we'll be happy. My point yeah. my point is not existent anymore. Yeah. <laughs> take uh, take um, AJ Brown and CD Lamb. Yep. My yeah, Those man. My I, I, want, I want Devontae Adams over him. So my new top four would be uh, JJ, Tyreek Hill. I and, and honestly, with this news of of Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow, I mean, yeah. we'll have to monitor. But that makes me nervous about uh, Jamar Chase too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. It. We'll see. Yeah. How, we'll see how these we'll play see out. The next few weeks bring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go crazy, but I still think I have Jamar Chase at three. Uh, but also look if, at schedules. Look at schedules. Mm-hmm. Since he has a brutal schedule, so does the um the Bills for Stephon Diggs for Stephon Diggs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want yeah, to I think way. I think I think I'm probably have De- Devonte Adams at four, and maybe three. Yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That and cool. here's here's the one thing. Uh, last thing we'll say before we go about Devonte Adams because I feel like people are just sleeping on him. He's not a dude who needs speed. Everyone's like, no man. He he's he's a route runner and he's got insane hands. Yeah, he's never been his game has never been predicated off speed. Uh, so him being thirty and him losing a step, quote unquote, is not going to happen with his game. It's not going to mm-hmm. translate the way some of these dudes will when they start deteriorate. Uh, yeah. I think he's got at least this year and maybe even next year as uh, still as a top dude. Uh, uh, I, I'm people are sleeping on him. Well, you worry about the quarterback, for sure. But if you if okay. you got faith in Jimmy G or whoever else, then yeah, yeah but look, I mean, when I'll he buy when that uh, skill or that talent. When what's his nuts came in in replacement of Derek Carr last year, he had like twenty something points with him. Yeah, 
is crazy. Yeah, I mean, he, and that's he, kind of the Jamar Chase argument too. Is at some point the talent wins out. Yeah, it's like he catches anything within yeah, a zip code of him. It's, it's like it's the Hopkins argument. Hopkins' yeah. is game never predicated on speed Brandon either. Cooks. He's got insane hands. No, Brandon Cooks is Brandon Cooks was all speed. speed. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying quarterback proof. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, but not for the most part. Speed is no. his everyone team. dies in Houston. Everyone yeah. dies. <laughs> anyway, uh, good, all right. Well, that's it for uh, for this. Uh, that was hella fun. I had a great time. That was um, really fun. yeah. Uh, I had a great time doing this. We're gonna start. Oh yeah, I had so much fun looking up all this stuff. Um, we're gonna start throwing this out. Email us at fu fantasy podcast. Fu fantasy podcast, right, Alex? Yep. Uh, fu fantasy podcast uh, at gmail.com. If you have questions, if you hate what we're doing, if you want to tell us we're really wrong, I would love to hear that. Or you love us. And then also, if you love us, the phrase is acceptable. <laughs> no, start uh, giving us some feedback. Also at our our um, social media, fu fantasy on uh, fu fantasy podcast podcast. Which I don't remember. You you made them Twitter, Instagram. I don't know. What you I think it's fu. I think it's just fu fantasy football on TikTok. Uh, so yeah, so hit us up on all those. Start asking questions. We'll give also us write it down. this feedback. Yep. Um. And uh, we'll be back. We'll start putting these out more regularly. Uh, they're starting to come out a couple of week here. So. Boom. And as we always say, F-U fantasy! 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 F-U f